0: Do you sometimes not feel good, or maybe even worse, today you just feel like a turd? Well, you're in luck, because today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to feel good. This This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Have you ever felt less than stellar?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like I I swing back and forth between okay and not good (laughs) on a regular basis, and it happens. It happens so randomly and so fast. Sometimes I hate it. Like it's uh, Yeah, it's
0: frustrating. And and the worst part is it like changes your whole perspective of life. Like whatever, however you're feeling right now, (laughs) it's like if you're feeling bad right now, it's like your whole perspective of life is just terrible. But if you're feeling good right now, well, then things will turn out.
1: Yeah. Once I started to pay more attention to it, I really realized that it was like my entire attitude was dependent on just how I felt.
0: Hmm. And mostly whether
1: I'm hungry or tired
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 100% So uh, we're each going to give three quick fixes For a total of six, for those of you who aren't really great with math On how to feel good Uh, I will start, since I introduced this week My first one is smile, sing, and dance Now I wrote these down because they say that emotion follows motion It's kind of like the chicken and the egg. You don't know which comes first because it's like, do you whistle because you're happy or are you happy because you whistle? That type of thing. But I know from a fact, like when I when I focus on smiling, eventually I feel better. And singing and dancing, that's like, uh, you know, they say that's what life is about, singing and dancing. And so uh, I think if you do all three of those things, when you're feeling pretty lousy, that would help you feel good
1: i like that one too because if you know they actually i think they i think if i remember they teach that the little kids too for like um you know when they're feeling down to like you know because you get the energy out like singing dancing movement and stuff mm. forcing yourself to smile it's also like kind of goofy so it makes you like kind of it makes you look things from a different perspective for a moment like you know like this is silly but like why not you know because like it makes you feel better and the physical physicality of it like it makes you just you know it's hard not to feel good when you're smiling you just associate one with the other so it's like you know it's hard not to eventually find that that happiness there
0: and it's, it's crazy because we know this stuff because if you say to somebody like okay imitate <laughs> somebody who's depressed they'll they'll slouch they'll frown they'll be like they're looking at the ground but they're like imitate someone who's feeling good they'll just start like whistling and singing and dancing and you know great posture movements bad 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 yeah you feel good <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ready to take things on? It's great.
0: Yeah.
1: I like that one. My my first one is find goals that excite you. I think this is like I know we 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 came across this. I think it was a Martha Beck's book actually too, but she had mentioned the idea that you know like a lot of people that came to her for help about their life, like they would mention they were like tired, depressed, lethargic all the time, didn't have energy, and like she found like a lot of it was like they're they just were unhappy with what they were doing with their relationships and stuff and that was just like making them not want to face life right if you hate if you hate the things you're doing and your goals in life you're not going to want to face life and you're not going to have the energy to face life so you have to find things that like matter to you and I said excite but matter just like things that really do like energize you or that have value for you really and doing it is so much easier and I know that for a fact for myself too because like once I started doing things that I really like like it's so much easier to get them done and it's like yes they're still hard but like the days that are hard are way less hard than if I you know actually didn't want to do it
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely because I mean I've heard in multiple places where they say that the progressive realization of a worthy ideal is like you know that's like success happiness all those things and also just like working on something you want to do. So making sure that you have worthwhile goals is really important. And even oh, if it's I something still, that's would, far off, you know, if you can just do a little bit. Yeah. yeah,
1: you get closer to it, right? I always think, too, of like all the the philosophers I like really admire, like Nietzsche's a great example where his life was terrible, but he did like, he had this like mission, these ideas that he wanted to get out and like that really kept him going and made it, you know, ultimately made it's like really valuable,
0: you know? I I read something today where it was talking about, like, people with bucket lists. Like, everybody has bucket lists, that these things they want to get done before they die. But, like, Earth to whoever is listening to this right now, you're literally getting closer to death every single moment. Like, <laughs> the only thing that's happening is you're getting closer to death. And people think they have these giant bucket lists thinking that they're going to live forever, but you're not. So, like, they actually... Think- <laughs> Actually or they think they're gonna take, 10 days, right? yeah. they're going to take yeah, 10 days, right? They're gonna take
1: 10 days and do all this stuff. And it's like, what if you feel terrible? You know, mm-hmm. what if you don't want to, you know, do it when you feel good, do it when you're ready to do it. I never understood that, waiting till the very end to do these things that you really, like. If there's something you really want to do, do it now. Don't wait.
0: Yeah, or like 30. you know, it's that time of the year where people make New Year's resolutions. Don't waste your time on that. But you could take a look at your bucket list oh. and prioritize, find the two or three, five things that would be most awesome if you did them in life. And start working towards them. Have little goals like that. That'll reinvigorate you. That's a good one. Uh, Yeah. So uh, my next one, number two, would be find the silver lining in everything. Be a Pollyanna. I actually, I had a real life example of this in vet school. There was a girl who literally, like, sunshine and rainbows about everything. She was the happiest person I've ever met in her life. In my life and (laughs) her life, no matter, yeah, (laughs) and (laughs) And, in (laughs) hers, but like, no matter what, it's like she refused to acknowledge that the downsides she probably saw them because she was, I mean, she was a very smart girl, she was one of the top two students in the class, and so she was a very smart girl. Like, I doubt that she didn't see the bad stuff. But she continually focused on the good stuff and she would talk about the good stuff. She would focus on the good stuff. She would find the good stuff, especially when nobody else could. And it's just like it you could see because like her whole life was good. She felt good because of this.
1: No, I was just going to say, like, why? You know, like like, why focus on the bad anyway? I hate that. And, you know there's nobody worse than people that just continuously bring up the bad and focus on the bad. They make your life miserable. They they're miserable. You know, it's like, it's a fact that if you focus on negativity, you get back negativity. It's the only way it works. The only way to make turn things around and feel good is to focus on the positive. And it's hard, but it's always there. There's always a silver lining. Like, you know, even like, even like, you know, you hear people say it all the time, like, you know, like, yeah, it was hard that I lost my job, but it gave me a chance to do this, you know, that I really wanted to do. Or like, you know, I can say from my own experience, like, it was hard realizing that I have no future in the one career that I was in for a while. But you know what? It gave me a chance to reassess things and do something I really want to do. And that's way better. So it's like you got to look at like the positive lining makes things so much better, I think. It's so much easier. That's a really good one. I like that one. Um, my next one is listen to your body. And this connects with my first one because um, I mentioned like you know that idea of like, you know, A lot of times when we feel tired, when we focus on the negative, when we don't feel good, it's because we're doing stuff we don't want to do. So starting to listen to ourselves to kind of find that direction and navigate life and actually, like, be more self-aware, basically, so that we can start to recognize, like, oh, I feel like crap. Maybe it's because I'm doing something I don't want to do. Maybe it's because I'm seeing somebody I shouldn't be seeing. Maybe it's because, you know, I'm dealing with the burden of these obligations that I really don't want. They're not my obligations. They're ones that other people placed on me. And starting to kind of say no to that stuff and recognize it and then starting to create your life.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. And it takes like a lot of discernment in order to notice it, because so often these things, they they're like momentary things that will trigger us or make us feel differently or we're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, (laughs) cold, (laughs) you know, like whatever it is, these things, they just trigger us. And it's so easy to automatically go down the rabbit hole of oh my life sucks this is so terrible blah 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 when it's just like ah you know what i'm just a little bit hungry why don't i just go eat a snickers yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like the commercial <laughs> i know
1: right yeah but, wait?
0: but it's it's being able to notice that because so often it's very easy to go down the rabbit hole like i notice that all the time one of the reasons that i can't stand looking at my phone ever is because it's the easiest thing to get distracted on. You know, like I'll go and I'll be like, I need to message this person and I'll open up the messaging app and there's like three other messages and then I just get lost and I shut my phone 20 minutes later and I still didn't message the person that I needed to message. And it's just like, and and I feel terrible because like, you know, whatever someone else said. So it's like learning to recognize that and picking up on it when it happens as opposed to just letting it take you away.
1: That's such a good example, too, because the technology is literally designed for that to, like, distract you to the point where you, like, totally lose yourself. And, like, I think people don't realize that, like, maintaining yourself and, like, being self-aware, like, all of that all those distractions are really trying to take you away from that. And when you lose that, you lose everything. <laughs>
0: you Dude, really do. I just love, I love zombie hunting and you don't even need to hunt anymore. It's like zombie spotting, <laughs> just finding people <laughs> whose brain has just been hijacked by their phone they're standing like in the middle of a doorway or they're standing at a very busy intersection on the sidewalk or something like that and they're literally just like engulfed in their phone and you know what it normally is it's like they're scrolling instagram or it's a text message and it's like those two things and it's crazy yeah
1: it's nuts which which
0: brings us which brings us to uh how to feel good number three and my third one is just <laughs> smack the phone out of those people's hands that's how i feel good. yeah no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. that's my Slam that's me, me fantasize i know that's me fantasizing just like smacking being like fumble and just smack the phone out but i've never done that because they would probably get angry uh yeah, so my fun, third though. one yeah my third one comes from marcus aurelius and he says you can have anything you want by a circuitous route immediately you will just do these four things. And basically, everything that we want, we just want to feel good. We want to be happy. We want to feel good. So you can actually have that now. Instead of going this long, circuitous route, like, oh, I need to make a million bucks and then buy a house and trophy spouse and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, nah, you can have it all right now if you just do these four things. It's uh, forget the past, have faith in the future, love what is, and act right. And he was a pretty smart guy. Very smart guy. It's, cra- <laughs> it's crazy because like all of our problems don't exist in the present. Very rarely. Unless you're like being presently being eaten by a crocodile or like dragged yeah. up a tree yeah. by a cougar, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's when your problem exists in the present. But for the most part, our problems exist either in the past or in the future. Things we have zero control over. We can't change them anyways. And uh, uh, I would
1: say, too, they exist in our imagination really is where they exist like Mm -hmm. 99% of the time, and we make it worse, and we view the world worse, right? So, yeah, I think he's dead on. Like, if you focus on now, like... Yeah,
0: like what what Mark Twain was saying, I've suffered a great many tragedies in life, most of which never happened. You know? (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's crazy, because all of this stuff happens in our head. If we just let go of the stuff that already happened to us, because we can't change that anyways, okay? And then just have faith things will work out in the future so we don't have to worry about that. Well, already that's like 99% of your problems are gone. And then you, instead of if you have good stuff, it kind of goes back to like the silver lining thing love what is. So, like, what can you find that's really good right now? Love that stuff. And And you'll be
1: able to do it if you let go of the past and the future.
0: Gee, how many mm -hmm. people
1: do you know too that like, Like they're haunted by their past. They can never get away from it. And like it's destroyed their lives. Like I could think of like five people right now. And it's sad because it's like they're living with this burden of the past that they just can't let go. And it's ruined. And it's like it's prevented them from being themselves and living their own life. And likewise, Mm -hmm. the same with the future. You know, it can do the same thing where you're not living in the present anymore. You're stuck in some other time that's inconsistent with now. And you're fighting reality, you know?
0: Yeah, and people be like, but I can't forget the past because it's blah 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 And it's like, yeah, whatever happened happened, and and it may have sucked, but like you can learn from it and be yeah. grateful that it happened that way, so you can learn the lesson to move on. And they're like, and blah blah blah, blah. Well, whatever. Yeah.
1: And if you don't forget it, you never move on. You never change it. It still affects your life. It still affects you. So really, the only way to actually get away from it is to just forget it. I think personally, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. He's a smart guy. My last one is routine. And the reason why I said this because it seems counterintuitive, I think, to like how to feel good. But I've found personally like routine is great because like it doesn't have to be a ton, but just having some routines in the day gives you control over your day. And I noticed like now that I've had some established routines, like I take a walk with my dog every morning, you know, I always have like coffee at a certain time. I always like, you know, write at a certain time, those things. It Gives you like a more of an established kind of structured day. And so even when things are bad, you know what to do and you're more readily just to do it. And I think that's helped a lot because like even when I'm having a hard time, I do what I need to do and get it done. And I'm way better now at like when I don't want to do something, just being, like, right, I'll just start, you know, because now the time that I would normally do it, I'll just start, I'll just do it. And you do it. And, you know, usually I feel better once I've started and once I do it, because usually it's just getting up and moving or like. You know, getting a drink or doing something that helps me feel better. So it's just, you know, getting into it. And it works really yeah.
0: well. Yeah. And especially if you're you can put in your routine things that you know make you feel good. You know? Like, <laughs> it <helps. laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like my I I can't even tell you how long in my life, number one, I didn't have a routine. And number two, I would just do stuff that would make me feel terrible. And then I'd yeah. feel terrible. And I was like, surprise, surprise. We live in a call <laughs> some potentially causal universe like if i do stuff that makes me feel terrible i'm gonna feel terrible but then doing stuff that makes me feel good i end up feeling good
1: yeah, yeah. this routine was like one of the best ones Once a week. absolutely Oh, awesome. absolutely
0: yeah so there you have it nice simple how to feel good what everybody wants we just gave it to you uh thank you so much for listening if you did enjoy it share with some friends family especially around the holiday season my goodness Uh, You can check us out on YouTube also, wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny.
1: Later, Randy.